This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. I just finished traveling Southeast Asia for 41 days, and I usually always get sick when I travel, and quite frankly, eating is difficult for me. It's hard to find a restaurant, and I'm spoiled in Austin with my personal chef. Well, I took these little packets with me this time, 30 of them, in my carry-on suitcase. They kept me totally healthy with 11 different secret ingredients. You can see them at nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. I'll tell you more later on in the show. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. This is episode 669, and coming up tomorrow morning, the CEO of Betterment joins me. And I asked John Stein, the CEO, flat out, why isn't Warren Buffett recommending Betterment over Vanguard? Now, Betterment's having success. They passed 200,000 investors, and, and and he reveals how much in assets under management they're doing. I'll give you a hint. It's above $7 billion. Tune in to find out. Good morning, everybody. My guest this morning is Dean Graziosi. He knows how to create success. From extremely humble beginnings, he started with a firewood business in high school to a collision repair shop and his first real estate deal before he turned 20. From there, he went on to create a multi-million dollar real estate business, which we'll dive into, became a New York Times best-selling author multiple times, 16 years every day on TV, and is one of the most watched real estate and success trainers of our generation. He maximized the success and profits in each of these endeavors along his evolution and his businesses and brand have generated nearly $1 billion in revenue. He's obsessed with sharing the success habits he's learned along the journey with along this journey with the world. Dean, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Let's do it, man. And that, that guy sounds really awesome. So yeah, he's a cool dude, intro. huh? <laughs> yeah, he sounds cool. Am I hired? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, good. So let's break. Um, there's a lot of places we could start here. I definitely want to talk about the book and how you got the book deal. I want to talk about the real estate in your first deal. Take me first, though. Did you go to high school? I mean, did you go to college or was the firewood business doing super well? You skipped it. I skipped college. Okay. Yep. I, uh, yeah. Firewood was in high school and right out of high school, I was actually fixing beat up cars and flipping them. Okay. So walk me through that. Like how old were you? And tell me a story about one of these cars that you bought and flipped and made money on. So I, so 17, I, I 16 and 17, I would just buy a wrecked car. I had a little garage that I'd work out of. I'd clean it up. I mean, literally I painted cars, sanded fenders, fixed engines, changed oil. Um, and then, you know, buy it cheaper cause it was wrecked, clean it up, fix it, sell it, make a profit and go back and do another one. What would you buy these for on average? Uh, sometimes 500 bucks, a thousand bucks. Then they went to 2000, then 5,000. Then I started a collision repair shop and then a, a used auto sa- uh, collision business. And then I got my first real estate deal at 18, uh, no money down, just started knocking on a lot of doors and finally got this great old lady, uh, Mrs. Lepresti to give me a deal with no money down. Um, so I paid her by the month and I renovated that place and went on to do more and subdivided land and had lots of apartments and so and, uh, what, was, what was, what was, was her name? That Ms. was the early 20s during Miss Lorenz, Mrs. Lepresti. I lived in upstate New York. Every It seemed like everybody was Italian. So. Okay, so Mrs. Lepresti. So a few questions here. First off, yeah, how did sure. you decide what street to go door knocking on? Uh, so I went on, I just, I, it wasn't, I said door knocking, but it was really 
Mrs. Manisi, who was my social studies teacher in high school, just always saw that I was energetic and she was also a real estate agent. So she would just give me leads nonstop of people that had a house that maybe wasn't selling. And she goes, you know, maybe she was a great mentor. She was awesome lady. She was about 70 when I was in my early, you know, before 20. Um, and she suggested Mrs. Lepresti along with probably 20 other people that couldn't sell and maybe they'd do a creative deal. So I just kept asking. I'd be honest and say, I don't have money up front, but I'm a hard worker. I'll pay the payments every month and kind of figured out that if you can, if you, you know, the people buy from you, learn from you, love you, adore you, if they feel understood. And what I learned at that young age was when I went and listened and they told me what they were looking for, what their problems were, if I could solve their problems. And Mrs. Lepresti just wanted out of the house, she wanted to move to Florida. And I could solve that by giving her enough money each month for the house to get her condo down in Florida. We did it. It worked out perfect. What'd you get her per month? Uh, 2,500 bucks a month, but okay. it had four apartments in it. Okay, so it's a four unit, twenty five hundred bucks a month for how many months? Uh, three years. So I had a three year balloon. So basically, I I didn't know, you know, now we call it wholesaling or lease lease to own. Back then, I remember saying I bought it on contract. So no money down, twenty five hundred bucks a month because she needed about two grand a month for all her expenses, and then I just for the condo, for the condo and and, and her lifestyle in Florida. And then I, uh, what I found out is when her husband died, he gave her a price. It was, I think, 220,000. It's like, you, you get 220 or don't sell this house before he passed away. So I found out that's what she needed. She needed the money in Florida. I gave her the full price she was asking for, but I got it with no interest and I got it with no money down. So I didn't care that I was probably paying, I don't know, probably 15, 20 grand too much, but it worked out fine because, you know, I was able to pay her over time and I put my sweat equity in. Was I there, and so did the t all the total payments you paid her added up to the 220 or was there interest yes. on top of it? No interest, zero interest. Okay, got it. So she, she took no, she didn't care if that took you 10 years to pay off. She didn't, but I had a three-year balloon. So at the end of three years, I promised I'd pay her in full. By the end of the three years, I had it fully rented, renovated. I was able to get a bank loan and pay her off, and I kept it, it for probably five or six years. And what was it making in total uh, top-line rent for you once it was fully rented? Uh for about uh, 44, I mean, this is years ago. God, this is like 30 years ago. It was like 4,200 bucks a month, something like that. Okay, that's great. 4,200 bucks a month. Or, and then and then what? You still have that today or you sold it? No, I sold that. Yeah, oh. I sold it. Brutal. Yeah, You're so supposed to keep I, your first baby. I, I know. I should have. I, I had a lot of first ones, but I, I still own about 400 houses right now. 380 is the last count. So how did it scale? I mean, we're going to focus on real estate here for about five minutes, then switch over yeah, to the best-selling author sure. and everything else. But yeah, so what happened? Like, and, and full transparency and being very selfish right here. I, I, I did my, I'm, a few, I'm about two years behind you, right? I did my first deal uh, uh, when I was 21. Just did, did my second deal when I was 23, which oh, was that's a... Awesome, man. Yeah, that's and, awesome. and, and I want to grow it. So, so so how did you go from, you know, the one place, four bedrooms, four units to scale? Okay, so I'll tell you, I had, a, I had a dad who was born during the Depression time, great great dad, great example, hard worker, but never made a lot of money. And his whole thought was every dime you have, you got to keep, right? Pay cash when you can. And I was lucky enough to realize that wasn't working for him. So when I got that first place. Wait, was what wasn't working for him? Paying cash paying when cash you can? Any, um, yeah, my yeah. dad probably made 35, 40 grand a year the most ever in his doing, life. Doing what? Uh, cars. He was a mechanic and a, and a collision repair shop guy. Got it. Um, so, uh, so how I evolved is maxing out and pulling out the money 
out of each house that I had equity in. So I got that house done. I refied and pulled out as much cash as I could. I took that money and went and got the next one. I got a old rundown uh, X mansion and I put 10 apartments in it. I lived in one of the apartments. I renovated it. I lived in it. Not that you're going to do this. You're on another level. This is where I was at this time. I renovated that. I got all 10 apartments rented. So I was living for free, collecting that income. I went and refinanced that, took as much cash as I could, went and bought more apartments. Then, I, then at the time it was... Uh, late 80s, early 90s, um, where I lived in upstate New York, land was going crazy. It kind of hit the rim of being, people would commute from New York City. So then I started buying raw land. I'd go through the process of subdividing, subdividing it, sell some lots. Then I started building houses on the land. So it, it evolved from that one house to you know apartments that gave me cash flow. I took that cash flow. I just kept pumping it all in. I I literally Nathan. I didn't take a dime back then. I didn't live any different than I did when I was making nothing because I could just. Yeah. I just wanted to push forward. Well, it's a know? flywheel. This is what I want to understand. I want to understand the velocity of your flywheel. So I I totally understand what you're saying. Like my bank right now, dedicated to real estate, it just keeps growing because my pro things are cash flow positive. And if I keep yep. if it keeps just doing the same amount with an average increase in rents of about five percent per month, like I'll eventually have about you know two hundred three hundred grand in that specific account where I'll go do like my next deal on. Right. Um, yeah. how did you like, what were the kickers of that sped up your flywheel? Was it increasing rents? Was it doing renovations so that appraised values came in higher, which allowed you to pull more equity out? Like what accelerants on your flywheel did you use? Dude, all, all great questions. So, uh, no, I wasn't that detailed back then, especially. I mean, I can tell you where I'm at now, right? That's a different world. But back then, as I evolved, it was really just hustling for the next deal, pulling out Got as much it. cash as I could and taking that cash and making creative deals. I didn't have a lot of money. I didn't have people that back to me. The bank was really doing great for me, but I was building up the, the cred to walk in and just ask for money. Right. So I would just, and, and so the one thing I would suggest for anybody listening, Nathan, and even you is there's always creative deals. You know, everybody right now, real estate's hot. I know we're going to talk about other stuff. Real estate's hot right now. So if you go after your buddy or a friend or someone, you know, who's a real estate agent and say, send me cheap deals, you're kind of screwed because everybody's doing that. So it's really about finding off market deals. And there's some cool ways to do that. We've been doing, I've been doing it for 25 Name years. One. So I would just say, uh, bandit signs, stupid little signs on the side of the road. I have them all over the country right now that say, I buy houses for cash, any condition, call me. People hate doing it. It seems like it's, I, we hire, I don't do it personally. I hire someone off Craigslist to put them out for me. And probably 25% of our great deals come from a stupid little yellow bandit sign on a corner by Walmart or Target. Fascinating. Okay. I want to wrap up real estate before going to best-selling books and all those other jazz yep. you're working on. Give me current yep. snapshot though. So what is monthly rent roll across all your properties? Uh, 400, 380 grand. And what's the total portfolio? Like how many units is that again? That's about 380. Yeah, it's about, it's right about there. Cause it's about a thousand bucks a month per house that I own. So okay. probably around 300, I think 382 is the last count. I had up to a thousand, but I bought them all in the down market. So it's hard not to sell them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So 380 units. And if you add up total market value of all those, where are you at? 20 about 20 ish 20 million about 20 okay million. okay yeah. and are you how levered are you i mean are you fully leveraged in all these no no uh probably half okay okay that's not bad at all yeah so you're not following the same strategy as you used to where you take out keep the 20 percent in to avoid pmi and put the rest into something else so you're about 50 percent in all I these do, i do because the, these kind of that, that way you do what you do what kids uh, they're for my kids so so those are like they're the long haul um so I, I got those somewhat leveraged and you know the, literally i'm looking into doing a big refi right now because i want to be prepared for the next time the market goes down in a couple of years so yeah. i'm probably going to pull out a big chunk here in the next you know 
90 to 120 days. Okay, so even now you're still trying. You're ha- you you have about 10 million in equity in in the 20 million dollar it's like yes. total value, but you wish that you had less. You're you're looking at trying to redo that now. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Got it. Interesting. Um, cool. Let's go into books. A lot of people say, why would you ever write a book? You just lose a lot of money. You take a lot of time. Why do you write so many books? Uh, because I'm obsessed on marketing and sales. So I know how to sell it. You're a thousand percent right. What is it? 95% of all books in, in Barnes and Noble haven't sold more than 500 copies. It's discouraging from the outside. So I would just say, if anybody's thinking of writing a book, it's the obsession on as much time, effort, energy, and pain that goes into writing the book. You got to triple that on the marketing and strategy to actually sell it. And have you self-published? I have. My last two books were self-published. Okay. Have you ever worked with a publisher? I have. What yep, one? And, and what was that yep. like? Like, was your first book deal with a publisher or self-published? First was with a publisher. Okay. So what yep. advance did you negotiate? Uh, I didn't. I didn't want an advance. I wanted a better deal on the book because I knew I was going to sell a lot of them. Okay. So what, I what cut? Front. Um, I used to get... 35 or 40% of gross sales. So great. most deals around two to three books. I got $5 a book. That's great. Um, what was that th- first book title, by the way? Totally fulfilled. Totally fulfilled. And what was your last one? Uh, my newest one right now is uh, millionaire success habits. Okay. So tell us self published that one or with a publisher? Uh, millionaire success habits is self-published okay and yeah, when does it go two new york times bestsellers so i've been there done that there's not yeah not to say that like to be flippant it just it doesn't really benefit you most of the publishers don't know how to market they rely on you to market and the cool part is that back then especially my second book which i sold a million copies of um i had a i had a the number you know i had an infomercial running every single day offering the book on tv so people that didn't like buying off an infomercial would still see the marketing and then they'd go to the bookstore and buy it. So it was a, it was a win-win. And so I was able to really compound book sales through that. So you definitely need a marketing mechanism if you're going to write a book. What is your most effective? Like, what are you doing? Obviously you're doing podcasts, but what is your, you think you're going to be the most successful, but unconventional uh, marketing tactic you're using on your, on your newest book, Success Habits? So I would say is be able to give it away for free. I have a new infomercial that's launching with Larry King, who interviewed me. It's a great show. I love it. Uh, he, was, he made a big impact on my life years ago, so it was cool to do a show. That's another story. Um, so my infomercial will give me the biggest momentum. And Dean, you can't just name drop Larry King without giving me some content. How do you meet Larry King? Uh, so a mutual friend. So... Um, a mutual friend, we ended up we ended up having dinner. I asked him, I said, you made an impact on me eight years ago and you don't even know it. Uh, would you interview me for my new book? I sent him my book, he read it, he loved it, and he was in my studio like, I don't know, 40 days later we were filming the show. So I it's, love that. it's pretty cool, I'll send you a link. You'll yeah, like it. Yeah, I'd love to check it out. And we'll link it up in the show notes too. Yeah, and um, I'll tell you really quick what you got, can I take yeah, two minutes to go tell ahead. the yep. story? So eight years ago, I'm watching Larry King interview Joel Osteen. Yep. So Joel Osteen, Larry asked the big question. I'm a Jew. I don't believe Jesus is the son of God. Am I going to hell? Like talk about a freaking question. that like just stops people <laughs> in their tracks. Larry, or Joel Osteen's face dropped. He looked at his wife and, you know, he said something like, you know, I'm not God. I'm not going to play God. But I re- that moment inspired me to, and it changed my life because I said, imagine if Larry offered Joel's book on his show. So I went out and hired, I hired a, uh, an interview guy. I built the Larry King set. I bought the 
Larry King microphone. My book was Be a Real Estate Millionaire. I did the first interview show that ever hit TV. No scripts, no teleprompters, no fancy voiceover, like the, the not the old school infomercial. And that show changed my life. That that show I did broke $100 million in sales, helped me sell a million books. So Larry's inspired me and he didn't know it. And when I told him that story and I gave him the credit, I'm like, dude, I, I wouldn't be the person I am the in the business doing the momentum I am without your inspiration. So it was a really great thing. So when you interviewed me, I was literally nervous for the first time in seven years on camera. So anyway, that was the story. I love that. That's great. So, so and is he is Larry King just doing like where is where is his show syndicated these days? He's doing like a traveling interview show or what? Yeah, he's doing kind of travel only online, and okay. he needs, he deserves more momentum. You know, he just doesn't have the right. We're actually helping him with his marketing right now. We just started. So um, yeah, so we did a show. He interviewed me on my book uh, Millionaire Success Habits. Uh, we tested it already. The show's a winner, and we're gonna roll out here in the next month or so. That's great. So so you're doing these books. By the way, when you did go the advanced route, I mean, did you ever go with these major publishers and just try and negotiate a big upfront advance just to see what you Never. could do? You, you nope. always negotiated for more percentage on the sales. I did. I did because I had faith I was going to sell the book. Yep. And here's the thing. If they give you a big upfront and you don't sell any books, you got to give it back. In yep. a lot of cases, you got to give it back. So it's like I'd rather bet on me. And, you know, because it's cool to say I got a million bucks up front and I think I could get a million up front because of all the books I sold it yep. really easy. But it's like I still have to do the work. So I know that I produce a book like so if you get Millionaire Success Habits, it's a hardcover. It's not an ebook that just a lead gen. It's the best book I've ever written. And it's a hardcover. It's amazing. And I still ship it that way. But with with Facebook and the opportunity with social media to touch people that are in that group that want to be more successful, want to make more money, want success habits, you know, we could target them and offer them that book and I don't have to I don't have to get two three bucks a book I can keep the whole thing yep makes a lot of sense Dean let's wrap up here well whoa, whoa, hold on before I get into the famous five you, you yep. launched a new thing called growth.com and I think you've partnered yes. with a few people what's yep. this business and why are you launching it Okay, growth is amazing. Growth is just for people who have the ability to find success trainers that are qualified. We, we kind of vet the best success trainers. So we create courses and we also have high performance coaching. So we're doing about 300 coaching sessions a week with hour long. It's, it's all high performance. It's not money, how to make more money. It's not personal. It's not life coaching where it's like, how was your week? It's, it's step by step. How do you become a high achiever? How do you be, what are the ingredients of a high performer? And we take people through this path it's it's really awesome we just broke last week we broke two hundred and twenty thousand in sales for the week um so that company's growing and it's on its way uh to i think that's going to be one of the biggest things we've ever created how do you guys split the revenue i think you're partnered with brennan burchard and some other folks how do you guys kind of think about income what's that how do we split it up how do you split it how do you think about it yeah where do you put the money where do you how do you drive the do you reinvest in the company do you put into other investments or uh, that company 100 percent of the money is going back in we want to make that a a 200 million dollar company change a lot of lives we're all on a you know sometimes you evolve back we're really on a mission to give people the 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 true tools to change their lives you know we get a thousand comments a month it's insanity of what it's doing so it's a it's a feel good it's a legacy thing so we might we might sell that company in three years or run it until we're 100 we're not sure yet but it's growing you guys split it 33 33 33 yes we do yeah, yeah interesting okay yep. i always say that's a lazy way to do it because no no one's ever exactly equal we're not and we all had to go <laughs> in saying sometimes i'm going to be the lead sometimes you know like my partner ethan he already built a big business and sold it he's operations that's not my unique ability my unique ability is sales and 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 getting people excited to go in and and buy brendan's got his you know six million followers on facebook so a lot of his people want next level education they raise their hand we call them and and get them into high performance coaching so the, the partnerships actually worked out amazing it's easy they're great guys so 
knock on wood on that one. Believe me, I've had my bad ones. So you learn, yeah, what, I not hear you. You so, learn what not to do. So you've got, just to make sure I understand kind of a bunch of your income streams, you've got the property, 400 grand per month about, uh, yep. you know, 50% levered. Uh, you've got growth.com. You've got the yep. books. Anything else? Yeah, I started a $100,000 a year mastermind with my buddy Joe Polish. Okay. Um, uh, we decided, we just started it. We put... We said we were going to cap it at 15 people. We put 15 people in in a week, um, and we got like 20 on a waiting list. So we're going to probably ramp that up to. I think we're going to cap that at 50 people. But that's fun, you know. You get when someone pays 100 grand to come three times a year. It's, sometimes it's not. They're not paying for who's in the room. They're paying for who's not in the room. So you get nothing but A players that are doing, you know, 20 to 500 million a year, and we all come together and share our greatest breakthroughs. And it's just, it's been fantastic. That one's like a passion. To, to be a part of that. See, that's interesting. So, for example, I'm a, a tip you gave on the show, right? Hire people off Craigslist, put up these signs on street corners. That's how you get a lot of your great real estate mm -hmm. deals. That is a yep. tactic that, like, if the whole world knew about it and executed it, it really hurts your business. Why yeah. share that? Like, why get? Why do coaching? Why not just use your tactics that you know are working and just keep building your business? Well, we do both. And the thing is, too, but the so one thing to remember, Nathan, masterminds have literally been the biggest advantage of my life, hands down, is because when you go and share one of your greatest strategies, you have 10, 15, 20 other people in the room that share their greatest uh -huh. and it multiplies. So what I might give away, you know, the world is so big, it, it barely affects my numbers, right? Or if ever, if it could, I don't have any way to equate that. But I know what I've taken away buys me time and buys me money at a discount. And, you know, uh, it's been for me, masterminds. Masterminds have been the greatest lift of anything I've ever done. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it was hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Cannoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods, and they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere, your website's growing so fast, how'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator, I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use, because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin, and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45 day money back guarantee. Okay. Again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Such a healthy viewpoint. Dean, let's wrap up with the famous five. You ready? You got it. These are like easy questions compared to what I've thrown at you. Okay. Number one, <laughs> what's your favorite business book? 
Uh, you know, it's not gonna, it's not really a business book, but I'm in love with The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And and his next book is called The Surrender Experiment. And it really is business because it gets your head clear, gets you out of your thoughts to to focus on getting in flow and, and uh, taking your business to another level. So The Untethered Soul would be it. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying currently? You know, not really. I, I follow leaders sometimes. So I'm just going to say something completely different. But I just got done reading a book called um, Endurance about Shackleton's journey to the South Pole in 1890. It was insanity. The guy was shipwrecked for a year and a half and didn't let one person die because of his leadership style. So that was a that was a powerful book. So I'd say right now as a leader, Shackleton was a pretty badass dude in 1890. I love that. Number three, uh, is there a favorite online tool you have like HostGator? No, I don't think so. Okay, number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Six to eight. Okay, pretty healthy. No, six, eight, eight's probably enough. Six, <laughs> probably six, seven. <laughs> All right. And uh, what's your situation, man? You married, single, you have kids? Yeah, married to amazing, to a mar- amazing wife and two incredible kids. My favorite. Oh, I thought thing. you were gonna uh, say two amazing wives for a second. No, that'd be cool too. But no, uh, <laughs> two amazing kids, uh, eight and ten years old. I coach baseball and go to their dance. It's, it's oh, amazing. The greatest gift of my life, and how, hands down. And how old are you, Dean? I am 48. All right, wrap. Take us home here. Last question. Take us back 28 years. What do you wish your 20 year old fire, you know, wood chopping self knew? Um, don't believe your thoughts. They lie to you most of the time. If you could just observe your thoughts and throw away the shit that doesn't serve you, man, you'd just go a lot faster. Man, guys, there you have it with Dean. What a winner. What a great interview. Back when he was 17, bought, you know, buying cars for 500 bucks, working on them, you know, sweat equity, good old sweat equity, flipping them to two grand, saved up cash, did his first deal in 18, got his, uh, got that uh, from a woman named L- Miss Lepresti, got that deal from his math teacher. Again, put out there what you want in the world. It's going to come find you. Did that deal. Works creative negotiation. Uh, a creative negotiation doing uh, where he paid her 2500 bucks a month she needed two grand to do what she wanted to do did that for three years then paid her in full with a uh, with a loan at the end of that balloon eventually grew that to 4200 bucks a month in top line revenue obviously then sold it now real estate business is doing about 400 grand per month in revenue across 380 units 20 million dollar market value levered about uh, 10 million equity uh, in that trying to figure out how to pull more cash out to do more deals also has growth.com partner with a lot of successful people uh, has his mastermind put 10 people 15 people in for 100 grand a pop also the books doing extremely well go find his latest again success habits we'll link that in the show notes dean thank you for taking us to the top hey nathan thank you man keep up the good work you're doing amazing stuff oh it's so nice of you man appreciate it if you enjoyed dean today go back and listen to renee yesterday with bill.com and i ask renee i say renee will you beat intuit at the small business fintech game many investors believe he will it would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners, but boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google Ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money. HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.